When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today. Welcome to BassCast Radio, bringing you the best in local and national news in bass fishing, as well as interviews with some of the best anglers from all over the U.S. With your host, Brian Carter and Bruce Callis. episode that we did and we're going to turn it into three episodes but today we're going to start off with the boys from doomsday tackle um before we get started though like we always do here on bass cast radio we want to thank our sponsors man stanton river outdoors you'll hear commercials from them soon dick sporting goods they are our lunker giveaway Big Lunker giveaway for the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. Um, Mariner's Landing Resort. They are the host of the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. And BassBoatForSale.com, the number four. Looking to buy a boat or sell a boat? Do it all on BassBoatForSale.com. The list below. Hey guys, these are our giveaway and giveaways. We have a giveaway each month. And these guys give us the great products that you see in our giveaways. Missile baits, Grego lures, Diablo custom baits, Vertical lures, Doomsday Tackle, and Z-Bait Company. Make sure you go now, give all these guys a share, a follow, and tell them thank you for sponsoring our giveaways in 2017. So without any further ado, Let's take a listen to one of our great commercials from the guys at Stanton River Outdoors. And uh, we'll be back with the show. Even when 
It's that time of year again, and the dog days of summer are here. No better place to cool off than on the water. Whether it be boating, fishing, or both, Stanton River Outdoors has your needs covered. Stop on by and see our line of pelican canoes, kayaks, and accessories, or our large selection of fishing gear. We also offer canoe and kayak rentals on the Stanton River. Find us on Facebook, call us at 434-608-2601, or stop by at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, out of us to Virginia. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. All right, guys, we are back with Steve Slayton and Will Stewart, owners of Doomsday Tackle. What's going on, guys? How are you doing today? Not much. How are you guys doing? Hey, how are we doing today? All right, guys, so we thought we'd take a minute, introduce these guys, and uh, each one individually, and uh, get a look at their background and how this company come in existence. So, uh, Will, well, let's start with you first. My name is Will Stewart. I'm the president and chief operating officer of Doomsday Tackle Company. Um, I've been with the company for a little over two years now. Um, and my background in the industry, I've been fishing since I was five years old. Grew up in the Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. Flipped docks my whole life. Uh, joined the Air Force at the age of 19. Went over to Korea. Spent 10 years over there. Uh, Ended up fishing their professional circuit for a while. Got sponsored by Pure Fishing, which is, you know, Berkeley, Arbor Garcia, all those brands. Um, was sponsored by them for a couple years. Then I got hired on as the uh, Berkeley brand business coordinator for all of Asia. So basically, I was in charge of all the um, Asian business. I designed all, uh, over 16 shapes for the Korean and Japanese markets. Um my wife decided to that she wanted to come back to the States, so I left there, came back here. Um, through a happenstance of family, my brother's wife's father's friend had just started <laughs> Doomsday Tackle Company, um, and they asked me if I wanted to come on board, so I said, sure. They kind of gave me creative control, went through a little bit of a rebranding process, and um, our products, the new DTCO line, hit shelves with the Bassmaster Classic in 2016. Great. And since then, we've had uh, extreme growth, and we've gotten out there, and we sponsor uh, David Mullins, Elite Series Pro, starting from 2016. And um, we've both, awesome. both kind of grown together. So he, he's a really awesome guy, that David Mullins. So what brought you to Virginia? Um, we were based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, that's kind of where the company started. The company, uh, people who aren't familiar with us, we kind of started with a shape called the Doomsday Turtle, um, which is a turtle soft plastic bait. Um, it was a good bait for, you know, spawn season and stuff like that. Bed, it was a really good bed bait. Didn't get a whole lot of traction on the wholesale side of things. Right. So they brought me in, you know, with my experience in, in bait design and product management to kind of extend the line and build a brand around the name right um so that's kind of what we've done but, i remember the turtle yep and then after uh after about a year of being in nashville we kind of outgrew the building that we had on the west end okay. of downtown nashville and virginia was you know looking for new businesses to come and start okay. Okay. start stuff there so we relocated to chatham virginia wow that's pretty awesome that's a long trip but that's that's awesome Two seven hours, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Um, Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name's Stephen Slayton. I'm a 
I'm a 25 year old business management entrepreneurial uh, major. Uh, major. That's my background. Sorry. Um, a little bit about me. I have a military uh, upbringing, born in Arkansas, Turkey, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Virginia. So I've kind of been everywhere, settled in Northern Virginia for about nine or ten years. Uh, went to West Virginia University where I fished collegiately for FLW and BASS. Uh, and my senior year, I had a little side project, a uh, startup company called Jig and Tonic. And that's kind of how the beginning of my path and Will's paths crossed. Uh, I got went to a distribution show uh, for Pittman Creek in Kentucky. Uh, couple booths down was will and what really caught their set their booth caught my eye was uh they had a classic 1947 ford truck sitting right that's in the awesome. booth which is actually the inspiration inspiration for uh our new line of freshwater bass rods right now the, the 47 series so that's how will and i met uh i got came on board may 1st so i've been here a little over two and a half months and hit the ground running with icast 2017 which was a, a great showing Cool. What was explaining? Awesome. So the logo, the logo is awesome, man. How did this logo come about? Well, if um, as you might have seen when you came in the building, we had a kind of an older logo that just had a mushroom cloud right. and, a, and a skeleton fish, and that was kind of the original Doomsday logo. You know, everybody. I mean, how many brands out there have a, a skeleton fish in their logo? And I just thought it was a little bit overdone. Right. Um, you know, no offense to the guys that have one, but we don't need any more, right? Right. They've, everybody kind of knows them for that. So in the mushroom cloud design that we had had before for Doomsday Tackle, you could kind of see by accident there was a little bit of a skull shape in there. And so I said, you know, how cool would it kind of be to do a little bit of a steampunk type logo with a gas, you know, a skull gas mask. Right. So... You know, went through, worked with a little bit of, with a designer um, on getting that done. Um, you know, he had first couple. It, it took about a good four or five months to really kind of work it out. Um, I wanted a little bit darker, but not so dark. And you know, the logo that we've got now, um, we still haven't come up with a name for this particular character. And we we're, 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 <laughs> we want to come up with because everybody gas mask guy. Yeah, we just call it, we just call him the. The G mask is kind of the, the the term that I use for it, um, but it's, it's it's something that really catches people's eye. I don't know what it is about the particular design, even more so than just another any other skull out there. I mean, there's a ton of skull logos out right. there in, right. in in different fields and stuff like that too. So, um, but I mean, for us, Doomsday Tackle, we're all pretty young. I mean, I'm I'm the oldest at 36. Stevens 25. You know, our majority of our customers are 25 to 35 year olds. Right. Um, you know, something that's a little more edgy, a little more hip, and uh, a little bit of heavy metal music right behind it. A little bit of heavy metal music. There you go. You know, that's what I'm talking a little about. Little Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard. There you go. That's what I like. But uh, that's awesome. So the product line. What have you created since you took over Doomsday Tackle? Uh, it's pretty much everything that's in the DTCO series. Okay. So anything that's in a white bag or that has DTCO and the new logo uh, on the front um, is is a Will Stewart design. So okay. Um, right now we have nine different shapes. Okay. And we're growing at about two to three new shapes every six months is the current trend. So okay. My goal is to get to twelve, you know, pretty solid hardcore shapes. 
and then expand in size and colors at that point, and then kind of slow it down to about two new shapes a year, two okay. three new shapes a year, uh, on the soft plastic side. Right. Um, the goal for Doomsday Tackle, um, you know, that's why we're not Doomsday Bait Company. Right. It's Doomsday Tackle Company. Is eventually we're going to hit every segment of the market. So we're going to do rods, we're going to do line, we're going to do reels. We're oh wow. Going to do, um, accessories. We're going to do every aspect of tackle. So Doomsday Tackle Company, for some people, if you enjoy it, will be a one-stop shop here in the next four oh, or five awesome. years. Oh, that's awesome. Where does some of the inspiration come for some of the baits that you created? Um, like I said, I spent 10 years in Asia. Okay. Um, so, you know, growing up, you know, I, I've been a f- I've been fishing in some form or fashion my whole life. It may have not always been for bass, right? But I was fishing for something, you know, my whole <laughs> life. So, um, I got very familiar with the U.S. market. Spent ten years over in Asia. Um, got to design baits and compete against some of the most well-known and highly respected brands in fishing. You know, Megabass, Evergreen, OSP, Norris. Um, some of these brands I'm talking about you may have never even heard of before, but it, you know, here in the United States, Japanese fishing tackle is respected, but it's also kind of seen as kind of a enthusiast niche product. It's not right. something that the everyday guy goes out and buys. Right. Um, but there in Japan, it's it's not a niche. That's every day, right? Okay. So when you look at the prices and the competition and stuff between, you know, brands like uh, Berkeley or... Um, Mega Bass and OSP is a big soft plastic brand over there. Mm-hmm. Um, they all compete with each other, and they all have reasonable price points. So, my kind of goal with Doomsday Tap Company is: why is that same, you know, soft plastic that's at a normal price over in Japan, ten, twelve, thirteen dollars here? Why not do Japanese quality product at an American price point? There you so, go. my inspiration kind of comes from. Um, you know, Japanese designers, uh, Japanese products, um, and then I like to put my own my own twist on that. So when I go to design a bait, first I look at current baits on the market and I say, what are the problems that they have? Right. So take the Doomsday Roku, for example, which is our stick bait. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a ton of different stick baits on the market. You got the Senko, you got the Yum Dinger, you got, you know, everybody, you know, the Ocho, you got every, everybody's yeah. got one. So I was like, "How can I take a different twist on that?" And what's a, so? What is a st- what is a, um, a Senko? It's a stick bait. And then you've got finesse worms, a whole ton of them. You got trick worms and finesse worms and robo worms, robo worms and right. jelly worms. Right. Why can't we combine those two together? Right. So instead of having a big cigar shape like a a Senko, you've got in, in a super skinny shape like a trick worm, why not come meet somewhere in the middle and give you the benefits of both, right? The action, the flexibility, the softness of a trick worm with the heavy weight and, the, you know, the the functionality of a Senko. A Senko. And so that's what our Roku is. So you can wacky rig it. You can Texas rig it weightless. You can shaky head it. You can drop shot it. I mean, it's a, a 5.4-inch worm, close to 5.5-inch worm, and it weighs more than a 5-inch Senko does. Um, but it's about half a stick. Okay. So in order to do that without the bait falling apart all the time, right. right? that's the problem with highly salted baits. Is we kinda, I came up with this type of salt that I call nano salt. 
And it's basically, you go out and you find the finest salt that you can find. I mean, this thing is almost like flour. Oh, wow. And so it's so fine that what it does is it allows you, if you think of a, when you pour, inject soft plastic PVC, um, and it has salt in it, that salt eventually in water starts to dissolve, mm-hmm. right? That leaves little holes, and basically that bait looks like Swiss cheese. Right. Well, the smaller the granule of salt, the less structural integrity you lose when that salt dissolves. Okay. So that's how that's what we use in our in our all of our soft plastics is our our nano salt, and uh, that's that's a big bonus. So we can have you know even our small little three point two inch uh, finesse jig trailer weighs over an eighth of an ounce. Just, oh wow! Just the bait itself. So um, it's having that type of salt is a real bonus too. It acts like an attractant. I mean, if you really look at study how bass smell and taste, mm-hmm. you know, it's based off, you know, electrolytes. So salt is an electrolyte. And yep. that having an extreme amount of salt in a bait that's still as durable um, acts as if it has its own attractant. So you don't need garlic or, right. or that other type of scent. I guess that's why, uh, you know, a lot of people use the Gary Yakamoto's, you know, that proven that they don't fall apart. Yeah. A lot of your off-brand stuff. I throw a lot of Cinco's. I mean, I, I got a whole bag full of Cinco's at home. And um, I do a lot of river fishing. So, I mean, you know, that's with some of the other competitors' baits. You know, that's the first thing you notice is as soon as you put the – I know I use the ring, the little plastic ring, the rubber gasket ring that a lot of people use. And sometimes I've had them just put the ring on, snap in half as soon as you put it on. Yeah. Cast them off or anything, yeah. Right. And a cast off is, yeah, I mean, losing them left and right. Yeah, and it gets really expensive at seven, eight, nine. What is it? I think they're nine dollars a bag for Senkos now. Yeah, well, yeah. In some places, I heard they're even going up to about ten dollars. Oh wow. Um, yeah, it, it it is. But I mean, sometimes you have as an angler, you have to balance. You know, carry on motors products that catch fish. Right? Yep. I mean, they're proven. So yep. if the money's worth it to you, then it, it's a worth it's it's a worthwhile process. And that's kind of what we want to do too. And it's it's it as a lure designer, and especially as a person who's running a business, you really have to kind of balance that, you know, the, the fisherman side of you and the businessman side of you. So, yeah. I mean, if I were, I could engineer a bait. There are materials that are soft that I could engineer that would never tear. But then I'd only ever sell one back, right? So, we what I try to do is I try to engineer at least six catches into each bait. So that way I feel like, say, the bag come, the bag of baits comes with eight pieces, and you can catch six fish. I mean, that's a pretty decent amount of, yeah. of work for, you know, $6. Right? It's true. So, Definitely true. Um, you know, if you can fill, if you can use one bag for a whole day of fishing, you know. That's pretty good. I think that's reasonable. Oh, yeah. So. That's definitely true. So, Steve, man. What's going on? What's your role here? I am the director of sales and marketing. Um, Will was really... Will liked what I did with uh, the little startup I had, Jig and Tonic, with building a loyal following and, and kind of portraying my brand to the right people to you know to move traffic to your site and not only move traffic to your site but lead to clicks and purchases and, and things of that nature. But I run all the small like uh, sales accounts, independent retailers, okay, and I manage all of our social media accounts. Which I mean, it's a great it's a great area to be working in if you're as passionate about it as I am. Oh yeah, definitely a lot of work, definitely. Yeah. And me by myself, I run the whole entire Basscast. I mean, all the social media comes through me. I do it all. I mean, I don't. I did it for a whole year and seven years. Yeah, I mean, it was. 
you know, every day working 18 hours a day, you know, you work here at the office from nine right. to five, you go home, you eat dinner, and then you're doing social media from yep, eight to that's 10. That's how it goes. And then, um, you know, put the kids to bed. And then from 12 to three o'clock in the morning, I'm dealing with manufacturers overseas and, and you sleep for four or five hours and get up and do the whole thing over again. So, um, Steve, what's some of the, with the social media side, what are you guys looking to accomplish with that? Or is there plans or you guys got some ideas that you're looking to go for the summer and winter? I know Christmas is right around the corner. Um, well, we got something planned. Um, did you want to talk about that with the C- our new bait, the Sea Shad, coming out? Um, we're going to have that. We're going to boost a lot of that post. That's going to come out late fall. It's going to be a great Christmas time, cold winter uh, time bait. But uh, the majority of what we want to do on social media is just get people to buy into our brand. You know, anybody can go pick a bait off a wall. And, right. You know, I feel like with the Doomsday brand, you can really buy into it. There's so much we can do from, you know, names of the lure. Some of them are named after, you know, our Elite Series Pro rods. The JDAM is a, a military missile. For us, it stands for Joint David Aaron Mullins. So there's a ton we can do with the brand. We just want people to buy into it. We want to interact with them. I know coming up as a young angler myself, you know, reaching out to a company, bigger companies, as a 14-year-old, you know, it felt like it meant the world to you when those companies would reach back out right. to you. And and what I like to do is try and reach everybody who reaches out to Doomsday through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. You know, I want to reach back out to them and I want to build a strong relationship with them. Um, another responsibility I have around here is filling the orders. You know, I don't like orders sitting around and say, well, I get I'll get two more tomorrow. I'll just wait to fill it then. I really want to knock it out right then and there. Uh, I was joking with Will when I first got brought on. I really didn't realize how much went into running a company by yourself. You know, when I was a member of the pro staff, you know, we would always joke around with him and hound him for new baits or new samples or anything. Oh, yeah. But with the first two months of me being here, just the stress and some of the responsibilities I've taken off of him, I mean, I can't imagine doing it by yourself for two years. He's kind of a, his business card says he's a multitasking ninja, which is, I would say that's pretty accurate. So, Will, what was it like for the first couple of years, man? A lot of people out there, you know, it's a lot of people out there, you know, you know, I've been in this business for eight years now, not as long as you, but, you know, I'm always hearing on the business side of it, I, I want to start a big company, I want to start this company, I want to start that company. Give us, you know, what it was like for the first couple of, you know, year or so by yourself. Um, you know, a lot of people, yeah, kind of start out in their basement and, and you know work up that way over long periods of time right i was fortunate enough to not have to do that right so i fished i enjoy fishing i mean for me personally i i was a bait junkie right um when i finally got into the industry and started working for brands where i couldn't go around throwing everybody else's stuff i literally had garbage bags 55 gallon garbage bags full of soft plastics um you know, big plastic containers with, I sold in 2012 when I joined Pure Fishing, I sold all of my crankbaits for $2 a piece and walked away with $8,000. Oh, wow. So if you can imagine how many crankbaits I collected over over the years. Um, I'm just, I was a bait fiend. Okay. I just collected them. I never used them. Right. Um, I mean, I still have... I don't know, culprit tubes from back... I don't even know when the last time they made tubes was, but I have a bunch of culprit tubes still in bags from way back in the day. So, I mean, I just... I just love fishing products. So even even more so than fishing. I love to fish, 
and I've been fishing my whole life, but I just, you know, like some guys are with cars and computers and oh, electronics, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a gearhead, right? Rods, reels, baits, all that good stuff. So, um, when I started working for Pure Fishing, they really taught me a lot, right? To go from being outside the industry, or I, I even think of anglers really being outside the industry. Yeah. Even, even professional anglers are in the industry from the fishing side of it, but the, a lot of them don't even get the opportunity. Um, you'd be surprised to work inside it on the business side of right. it as far as the tackle, True. manufacturing, production. You know, you have very few handful of guys that got signature series, you know, rods, reels, baits. Um, and even then, they don't have... A lot of input. I mean, some of your big name guys like Mike Iaconelli, Ken Van Dam, sure, they have a lot of input. Right. But, you know, the majority of the 100 pros on the Elite Series don't really get to d- dive into the day-to-day operations of, of running a tackle business. Um, and, you know, John Cruz does, obviously, because oh, yeah. he, he runs one. But um, it's it's, just, it's kind of a different world. And what you, what you have to realize that when you're working in the fishing industry is I'm not selling to pros. Right. The pros aren't buying my baits. It's the everyday guy that's buying right. my baits. That's true. So you have to balance the performance that the pros want. Because each pro, you ask a pro what they think about one shape. You ask 10 pros what they think about one shape, and you'll get 10 answers. Yep, that's true. And so you have to be able to absorb that, ask the right questions without insulting them, right? And balance that with what's marketable. So... I had the best teacher in the world with that, and that would have been pure fishing. So right. I respect them a lot. Still good friends with all the people there that I used to work with. Um, they taught me a lot. Um, it, I, I like to call it Fishing Tackle University. Is what <laughs> you know. If I kind of joke with them one time at a show, and I said you need to stop paying salaries and start charging tuition. Right? There you go. Because you know, <laughs> myself, you know, Doomsday Tackle Company lose. 13 Fishing, we all used to be part of the Pure Fishing family, you know, go back and look right. at the people who are involved in that, so um, you, get, you get a jump start. A1, you know, how to manufacture, how to manage brand, how to design a product, you know, all that stuff, so um, super thankful for those guys for giving me the opportunity, and uh, hope they're uh, hope they're someday imitated, intimidated by Doomsday Tackle. There you go, that's awesome. Space, so. Alright, so this show is all about iCast 2017. This is my first iCast. Um, I know you've probably been to some since being in the business, but uh, this, was this Doomsday's first iCast? This was our second iCast as an exhibitor. Okay. So it's my third iCast. Um, we kind of took a break in 2016. Okay. Um, but we were there in 2015, and then this year is 2017. So So coming off iCast, you know, how, how did iCast go for you? I mean, what did you think about, the, you know, the... I, I guess say the reception to your product, to your baits, your brand new rods that you guys just come out with, you know, how, how did things go? I mean, it went really well. And I mean, here's the, uh, here's a tip out there for all the other, you know, startups and small tackle companies and, and, and what they're looking for. ICAST is not the start of what you need to be doing. It's really the end. It's right. The final follow Right. There's so much hard work that goes into it from probably around February to June of reaching out to buyers and talking to them about mm-hmm. your product and, and sending them samples yep. and getting all that stuff out there to where that usually ICAST is really just kind of put 
you know, tying the bow on the on the right. package. Um, that was the one thing that we learned, and that's really kind of why we took a step back in 2016. Um, you know, 2015 we went, you know, nothing on our calendar, nothing on our schedule, just go and see. But you know, hoping to get a bunch of sales and stuff there at the show. Um, and it really didn't turn out that way. I mean, we made a few good contacts that right. kind of started the ball rolling. Right. Um, and then 2016, we kind of really focused on on behind the scenes stuff. And then with this year, our product line had really extended. I mean, we had one shape in six colors in 2015, right. going down to nine shapes and eight colors each, plus two rod series that were on display. I mean, so you're talking a huge jump in, in, in amount. Had a lot of meetings set up beforehand. And then you get, it's kind of like, you know, a car wreck, right? When you see, when people see a lot of traffic in front of your booth, they have to go see what's going, what's on. going on. That's true. Right? So um, it was a really good year for us this year. And, you know, for all the other young brands or people who are thinking about getting into just doing their own brands, it's all the work is done before the show even starts. Oh, yeah. So, um you know, and then as you get even bigger, it's really just kind of following up with the people you already have accounts with, right? Right. Just come in. So, uh, for me, iCast is really just kind of, um, and for a lot of brands, it's probably more media worthy than it is necessarily mm-hmm. buyer buyer importance. Um, but it is important. It's a chance where you can see multiple customers at one time and not have to travel to fifteen different places. That's true. Right? That's what so, a lot of people do. That's, That's definitely benefit. true. And then networking. I mean, the funnest part about ICAST to me is meeting other, you know, CEOs and COOs of smaller companies and kind of building a brotherhood. You know, I got made a lot of, you know, strengthened a lot of friendships I had had with other brands and made a lot of new ones and cool. butted heads with a couple of other ones. And, um, you know, that's just the way the industry goes. But um, it was a great show this year. And, uh, we got a lot of new stuff coming out, and you'll start seeing Doomsday in a lot more places come next year. So it's going to be uh, a big year for kind of the, the tipping of the scales, I would uh, that's awesome. like to say, for, for 2018. So. Yeah, this is, uh, like I said, that's where we met, and hopefully we can uh, extend the bond here for quite a while. And um, yeah, We always like talking to people. Um, I mean, one thing that makes Doomsday different, I mean, that's that's a question we get a lot right i mean there's a lot of rod companies a lot of bait companies what's the one thing that makes doomsday different and number one and it kind of says it in the in our logo is that you know i'm a tackle enthusiast i love Mm -hmm. tackle steven loves tackle and loves fishing i mean that's what we think about that's what we breathe about 24 hours a day so we our, our our kind of motto is designed by enthusiasts for enthusiasts right right so our product, while it's reasonably priced and, and, and within reach of, you know, your everyday weekend warrior who really doesn't follow Bassmaster and all that stuff, it's really not who I'm focused at. So sometimes when people will come up and be like, you know, you need to have 12 worms for two ninety nine. Well, then the quality has, has to... Right. Good. Right. Because cost is cost. It costs what it costs and you have to make a certain amount of money on a product yeah. in order to sell it or it's not worth your time and effort. That's right. Um, it's like all of our baits come trade. We're probably one of the only companies in, in the U.S. market that trade every single bait. Oh, wow. Um, 
so that way they're ready to go and ready to fish. I could fit I could fit a lot more baits in that tray, but then you got you know curled over tails that you have to heat up on the deck of your boat or microwave them or put them in boiling water or whatever you do to straighten them out. Right, all the old tricks that I used to use. Um, now every single one of our baits is ready to fish right out of the package. Okay. So, um, and then you know durability. Like I said, six fish. No more, no less, really. Sometimes you might get a little bit more salt in one bait and it's a little bit less durable. Or you may not get as much in the other one and it's a little more. But that's, on average, I try to strive for six fish for a bait. You know? Um, and I, I don't do me too stuff. Okay. I mean, if you look at our... I mean, you might see, you might see some resemblances of other shapes in our shapes. Mm-hmm. But that's because I like to say, every time somebody asks me, what is this bait? I always say... If a Senko, for like the Roku, if a Senko and a Trickworm had a baby, there you go. There's the Doomsday Roku. Or if the Lagging Dragon, if a Senko and a Sluggo and a Fluke had a baby, that's the Lagging Dragon. So I, and even with our frog, we have a, the D Hop 90, which is, and the D Hop 75, which is made out of a, a, a material called Durafoam, which is the lowest density material in the fishing industry. Um, it's, it's realistic in the fact that it's a frog, but it's, you know, it's it's just different than other hollow body frogs. So for that bait, it was not a hollow body frog. It's not hollow; it's solid body. And so what I did is, what are the problems with hollow body frogs? The hookup ratio is usually really bad. Yep. And they, after a while, they fill up with water and they tear up, and you got to throw them away. Sure. And they cost like on average for a good one twelve ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine. Right. Um, so I was like, well, how can I make this, first of all, never fill with water, a lot better hookup ratio, and only cost, you know, five, six bucks. And I did, I, it took me two years to develop the material, and um, it's different. It, it's not like a hollow body frog. It still weighs a half ounce. The 75 weighs a half ounce. The 90 weighs one ounce, mm-hmm. just like every other frog on the market. Yep. But they're solid body, soft plastics that float. Um, you know, they have four legs because frogs have four legs. You know, not because it looks like anything, but because <laughs> frogs have four legs. That's true. And um, you know, it's just a really, a really fun technique. It's got a single hook that you can use any hook you want. You can use a Gamagatsu five aught, six aught. You can use a Berkeley hook. You can use an owner hook. You can use a Procar hook. You can use whatever hook you want. And the best thing about using a single hook is the bass doesn't have leverage to throw the bait when he jumps out of the water and flicks his head around. Okay. Spin side to side, set the hook, the bait runs up the line like a worm does, and all that's left in the fish's mouth is the hook. So right. it increases your hookup ratio. That's awesome. So it's a good, good thing. That's what we do. All right. So ICAST is wrapped up. We're past that. What's the future look like for Doomsday for the rest of 2017? Uh, I mean, right now it's just finishing up the development. You know, ICAST a lot of times is a lot of prototypes. Yep. Um, uh, just getting that wrapped up, getting the colors right, um, getting the orders in, getting those, getting the product here, um, and then you know getting it out into the stores. And on top of that is developing and start working on the products for next year. Um, like I said, I've already got you know a list of shapes that we're working on and. And, and moving into for 2018. Cool. So it's a. You guys, uh, they're in a brand. I, they're new to them building. Um, 
just moved in a few months ago and uh gonna be a lot of work to do this building but it's gonna be pretty awesome and uh we'll finish with this right here tell them about what, what's gonna happen down here in uh, so Chatham, in, Virginia. In Chatham, Virginia, where we're at, which is 25 Croon Street, Chatham, Virginia, yep. um, we are building the Doomsday Innovation Center, which is going to be open to the public. Um, it's where our headquarter office is at. Uh, we're going to have a 32-foot casting tank with a bass boat attached to it where people can come in and test our lures and see them in the tank, um, test our rods, um, You know, buy all of our products. Um, buy all of the pros that we sponsor as products. Right. So, for instance, we're going to have little little sections of the store where it's going to be the, the David Mullen Shrine, and you'll be able to buy, you know, uh, Scottsboro Tackle Company swim baits and Doomsday Tackle Company worms and rods and nickels, nickels jigs, and spoons oh, and cool. spinner baits cool. and connect scales. And, you know, all of his sponsors will kind of be there for sale at the David Mullins. And then as we add more Elite Series pros to our staff, We'll add, you know, right. your own little shrine, and it'll just be a really cool place to come and hang out and talk and look at product, and you can buy the stuff that you want if you're a big Doomsday fan. Um, you know, we'll have coffee and and that's awesome. And we'll try to bring different events to the area. Our building's an old uh, Quonset Hut movie theater from the '40s that we're kind of building out to look like a bomb shelter, and hopefully to bring people like you know Bass University and other big events to come to the area and, and kind of show everybody what uh, South Central Virginia has to offer. So. That's awesome. When I pulled up to this building, I was like, you guys couldn't have found a better building. I mean, it's pretty. Just from the outside, I hadn't even been in yet, but just the outside was pretty cool. I mean, it goes with the theme and everything. So, so far, the building's coming along. Um, 2018-ish or so, we should have it open probably. Or I mean, We're aiming for fall this year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we're awesome a little bit, to do. A little bit optimistic on that. Yeah. Um, our original goal was August, and that that's gotten pushed back to fall. So, uh, um, who knows how far back that'll get pushed? But, right. Uh, you know, that's kind of our goal. We want to get it open as soon as possible. I mean, it'll just be a really cool experience where people can kind of come in, see what Doomsday is about, and that's what I mean. We're real. I mean, even with our pro staff and our brand ambassadors, we have a really small group. There you go. Very small group. I I am more excited, and anybody out there who's listening, they, th- they would like to ever become a Doomsday uh, pro staff member or brand brand ambassador. We're about family, like authenticity. Yeah. Everybody who's on our staff is a Doomsday maniac. Right? That's cool. They love the product. They promoted it on their own, and their enthusiasm for my creations drew me to them. Right? That's cool. So you know. A guy who's just fishing over here, fishing over there, or, you know, hey, I'll buy your, I'll share your products with my friends. I've never used them before, but I'll do that. That doesn't work with us. It's a really close, tight-knit group. I'm friends, social media friends, which is what most friends are nowadays. Right, right. Um, Social media (laughs) friends with every single person on our staff. It's not, as the president and COO, I don't, you know, how's your kids doing? How's your wife doing? Right. You know, what's going on, you know? We're all really close knit friends, so that's awesome. Um, I do things different. I'm not out there to get you know 150, 200 brand ambassadors, and not not knocking the brands that do that. It's just it's just not Doomsday style, right? We're we're authentically enthusiastic. Yeah, that you know, getting into that pro staff thing, man. There's there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of people that do do that, and the return usually ends up being zero. 
I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, I, I you know, being a new company back in the day, everybody said, you need to get a pro staff. you got to have pro staff. I have five or six guys on there, and the production was nothing. I mean, halftime, didn't even, they didn't even know what we were doing. I mean, it was that bad, and I, I got rid of everybody. I said, no more. I'll never mess with it again. Yeah, a lot of people just want, you know, to put something in their social media profile That's it. and yep. a logo on their truck and on their jersey unit. Yep. But like you said, the return on investment um, sometimes isn't. I have a group of about ten people, and we call it the share the share group. And what they'll do is when I do a video or anything of that nature, I will tell them, hey, we just shot this or that and how things are going and hit the share button. And I just call it the share group, and that's about it. And that's all they, you know, they help promote the product, you know, pro- the podcast, the videos, and all that good stuff. And it's all I use. I don't even, pro staff would only use that word. We call it a group. And like I said, we all talk to each other. We all catch up with each other. How are things going? We all share each other's pictures and go fishing and all that stuff. And it's a group like you have. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. We're the same way. And I don't call it pro staff either. I mean, if the guys on the in the team, they want to continue to use that name, I right. like them. Um, but um, we have basically two levels, and we call it T3, and it's called the okay. tactical team. Okay. The tactical team, that's T3. Right. And... They basically get a 45% discount, and they help share our stuff around. And then I have the guys that are the close-knit who are real loyal, highly involved, known them from the beginning, and they're on what I call our D&T staff, which is the developmental and testing. So I don't have the time as a business owner to go out and test all of my products as thoroughly as I should. Right. So what I do is I'll send them those prototypes, if I have them available, to go out and try them, use them, give me feedback on them, and, you know, I've got Dave Mullins who, who does that as well. But, you know, the more eyes that are on something, the better a product is going to come out True. in the end. So. All right, Stephen, wrap it up with us, man. Where can all this stuff be found, man? Where's so you in charge of social media? Tell them how they can be reached and liked. And Yeah, we can be reached through, right now, uh, our biggest presence is in Instagram and Facebook, at Doomsday Tackle. Facebook, just search Doomsday Tackle on Instagram, uh, at Doomsday Tackle. Uh, some of our most popular hashtags are Fish to the End, Doomsday Tackle, DT Co. But uh, we're in, we've been in Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, Field and Stream, Shields, Tackle Warehouse. Uh, we've gotten a lot of uh, a lot of movement through a lot of great companies right now. We've got a couple uh, locked and loaded for the upcoming months that we probably, awesome. but, uh, we can't really hint that to now. But a lot of, if the upward trend continues, we have a lot of exciting things uh, headed our way. Cool. So make sure you uh, follow them on social media and uh, watch these guys, man. They're going places. So thank you for uh, allowing us to come down to your location and uh, sit down and talk to you. And thanks for coming and talking to us. Yeah, yeah Brian. Uh, thank you enough. Thank you. Points. Cash. Gear. Sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. 
It's that time of the year again, and the dog days of summer are here. No better place to cool off than on the water. Whether it be boating, fishing, or both, Stanton River Outdoors has your needs covered. Stop on by and see our line of Pelican canoes, kayaks, and accessories, or our large selection of fishing gear. We also offer canoe and kayak rentals on the Stanton River. Find us on Facebook, call us at 434-608-2601, or stop by at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, Alavista, Virginia. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. All right, guys, we hope you guys enjoyed this great episode of BassCast Radio with the men from Doomsday Tackle. Um, got a lot of great things coming from them. want to thank them for sponsoring the BassCast as well. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, please make sure you go follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, tell them you appreciate all they do for, to support bass fishing in Central Virginia. So thank you to them. And uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors one more time again before we leave today, man. Stanton River Outdoors, Dick Sporting Goods, Bass Boat, the number four, sale.com, um, Parkway Marina, and our giveaway sponsors, Missile Baits, Grey Goat Lures, Diablo Custom Baits, Vertical Lures, Doomsday Tackle, and Z Bait Company. So special thanks to all of them. And uh, have a wonderful day, everyone. You've been listening to BassCast Radio, the best in local and national bass fishing. For more episodes, go to Spreaker.com slash BassCastRadio or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BassCastRadio and follow us on Twitter at BassCastNews. best friend was a six string took him with me everywhere i go when i was 18 bought a dodge van found a drummer and made the road my home Ooh, i wouldn't change a thing it made the When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today.